You're now tuned in to the On Cue Podcast, couch football and beyond. You got questions, they got answers. Here are your hosts, Austin Appleby and Ben Thomas. Welcome into this edition of the On Cue Podcast, college football and beyond. I'm Ben Thomas, joined as always by the former Dallas Cowboy, Florida Gator, and Purdue Boilermaker, Austin Appleby. Austin, I hope you and your family had a great Christmas. We did. It wasn't a white Christmas. We're down in warm Bermuda Springs, Florida, right between Naples and Fort Myers. I'm yeah, rub it nice in. Little place. And Just so rub it in. Looking at the, the, the weather forecast this morning uh, and the last couple mornings, we're about the only place in the in the country that's that's warm. But I'm enjoying the sunshine. I was out on the water all week and what better place to be for, uh, for the holidays. Yeah, you just keep rubbing it in, my friend. It was very snowy, <laughs> very cold. It's supposed to be five degrees all week up here in Ohio. Just to fill you guys in, we didn't do an episode last week. Figured there wasn't too much to talk about there. Austin has been busy. Obviously, he's down in Florida now. He's actually getting ready to catch a flight. So we're trying to squeeze in a quick episode. We wanted to make sure that we got into these two college football playoff semifinal games and also continue with our bowl bonanza giving our picks for each of the bowl games, according to what our friends in the desert say out in Vegas. So, Austin, let's jump right into it. I know you're a busy man, so we got we want to get going. Let's start with the two semifinals. Let's start with the Rose Bowl. It's the first one. Georgia, they're taking on Oklahoma. I want to start with Baker Mayfield. This is going to be his toughest opponent defensively of the year. How do yep. you think Baker fares, and what do you expect out of him? Well, it's a really interesting game because it all comes down to matchups. You know, between Oklahoma and that high-powered offense with Baker Mayfield at the helm going up up against a, a Georgia defense that is stout up front and stopping the run, that front seven is elite. And then, you know, it's an SEC secondary and their ability to man up the, the, the offensive players and the skill guys of Oklahoma. It's going to be really interesting to see Number one, can they get the run game going to set up all those run pass options, those RPOs that we've seen all year, and that play action pass that Baker Mayfield has been elite at all year. That's where those big plays have come from for them all season. And it all is gonna, it's all going to come off of that run game. Georgia's going to play, you know, downhill, hard nosed defense. They're going to sell out to stop the run, and they're going to force Baker Mayfield to beat them as a passer. And uh, I'm really interested to see how it happens. I'm also interested to see on the flip side how Georgia's offense does against Oklahoma. You know, it's a Big 12 offense, uh, Big 12 defense rather, going against a Georgia offense that is very reliant on the run game. We've seen what happens when they get the run game going. They are uh, very, very hard to beat. That ball control offense that keeps Baker Mayfield in that high-powered offense off the field in a wear down Oklahoma late or will Oklahoma turn them into a passing team? And we've seen what happens when Georgia gets turned into a drop back pass team. Maybe Oklahoma jumps up early and then Georgia has to play catch up in which I think would really pay play into uh, Oklahoma's hands. So it's really going to be really interesting to see. I, uh, I, I think that it's going to be a, uh, I think it's going to be much, very, very close game. I don't think it's going to be super high scoring. Really? I think you might see a, a, a 17 to 21 type deal, maybe a 21 to 24 type game that's going to go down into the fourth quarter and one team's going to have to make a play 
going into you know in, in the last four minutes of the game, it's uh, I, I have a feeling that it's going to be a four quarter battle, um, where somebody somewhere is going to make a play, whether it's Baker Mayfield in that offense, or Georgia busting a long run and wearing down Oklahoma late. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm, it's, it can go a number of different ways. It really can. It can, and, it, and it's going to be predicated off of who can take control of the game and play their uh, their pace of play. You know, you hear it all the time in basketball. You know, some teams want to be the run the fast break. I'd say that's Oklahoma. And other teams want to play that uh, that four quarter that four corners. You know, roll the clock out, use the shot clock deep, and, and limit possessions. I'd say that's Georgia. Yeah, I completely whoever, agree with you there. I want to go back to something you said about getting Georgia to throw the ball. When they lost yeah. to Auburn, you were very adamant. I remember you saying it. They finally faced the team that made them throw it. When you mm-hmm. look at Fromm being a young freshman, what are some of the obstacles he's going to have to deal with? And do you think he's up to the challenge of facing a Oklahoma team that's very good, maybe that Big 12 style defensively, but it's a college football playoff semifinal game. It's got to be the biggest stage he's played on. Absolutely, and he's still a freshman. Can't forget that it's going to be it's a big stage no matter who you are, and uh, I mean the the blueprint of who Georgia is as an offense is very clean. They're going to run the ball, and they're going to run their play action off of it, and then they're going to go right back to running the ball. You don't beat Georgia by beating from. You beat Georgia by stopping the run, and that's what Oklahoma's going to do. They're going to sell out and stop the run, and they'll. They'll live with it if, if Jake Fromm beats them through the air. I think that's their game plan. They're going to make sure that that stable of running backs that Georgia has, you know, the dogs don't run loose. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. This guy's got to make plays, and that's what the beauty of college football and the beauty of the college football playoff is. I'm yeah. excited to see it. It's going to be a good one for sure. I like what you said there about – you said in the last one about the different types in basketball. <laughs> and I think we kind of saw that yesterday, Christmas Day, against – the Golden State Warriors and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Mm-hmm. Golden State wants to push. Cleveland wants to play that half court. Yep, it showed. But I want to and the ref, and the refs don't want to call fouls when LeBron gets hacked with a minute left when it mattered. But did you, did you see the two minute report? No, I didn't. Three missed calls on Durant. Yeah, well, we're we're not here to talk about that though. But I want <laughs> I want to get your opinion on this. Obviously, you played in the Outback Bowl last year. This year, it'll yeah. be South Carolina and Michigan. That game is on New Year's Day as well. So when we yeah. look at these two playoff games, everybody except Bama played during championship weekend. So Bama even has a longer layoff. I want to look at the two teams, though, Georgia, Clemson, or Oklahoma, and then we can also look at it from the Bama-Clemson perspective. How hard is it in early in that game when you've had this long layoff to get back and say, I'm not only playing in a football game, this is the biggest game of the season. It is a little different. And I can speak from experience. When I played in the Outback Bowl, we started off pretty slow. Yeah, um, you did. And, you know, it kind of took us a minute to, to get it rolling. And once we got it rolling, we, we, we beat the brakes off of our opponent. But I don't know. It, it's, it's different. You hope that you have a great week of practice that's focused. There's so much going on. And we talked about it last on the previous show that there's so many distractions throughout the week with the bowl games, all the festivities. I mean, you know, you're going to be in, uh, the, you're in the Rose bowl, you're in Pasadena, California, you're in the sugar bowl. There's so much going down, you know, in, in, in Louisiana, uh, in, in New Orleans. And 
you know, you got to focus. And, you know, that comes back to the head coaches, you know, letting the players have fun. As you get closer to game day, dialing it back in because you've got a, a big game to win. And, you know, it, it goes back to leadership on the, of the seniors and the older guys on that team. And at the end of the day, it's just football. You shake the rust off hopefully quickly. You know, both these games are going to be kind of like boxers. First couple of quarter, you know, first quarter, couple drives or so, feeling each other out, throwing jabs, and, or hell, you might see some 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 bright hooks getting thrown and uppercuts right off the bat. So we'll see. It's about mistakes. Who limits the mistakes and who can force the mistakes? That's college football. And you know, again, we talked about the you know who can make the tempo. That's one way to set the tempo. Force your other team into mistakes and don't make them is one great way to control the football and control the game. Absolutely. Now, as we mentioned earlier, Austin is in between getting ready to get on a flight in between locations, so we wanted to make sure we got a short show in. Once, I want to also give this reminder. Obviously, if you've listened this deep, it might not affect you, but we apologize for it not being on YouTube this week. I'm having some laptop issues, so we'll make sure we get those <laughs> fixed technology. It, it kicked our butt when it came to getting on iTunes with the picture. It's kicking our butt once again with YouTube, but we'll make sure we get back onto YouTube as soon as possible. I want to go to the later game, which is weird because the first game's on the West Coast. This one's towards the East Coast, the Sugar Bowl. I don't understand how that works, but it's Bama, it's Clemson, a lot of noise about Bama. Should they be in? Shouldn't they be in? Austin, they got a chance against the team that's been the consensus number one for a long time to go mm-hmm. out and prove a point. Yeah, but Bama's healthy. <clears throat> right. I think I would, I would, they, they've gone the longest without playing a football game. But they have Nick Saban, and they're Alabama, and nobody, maybe the only team close would be Clemson, has the experience and knows what it is to play in a championship game like this. I mean, they're there just about every single year. And, uh, man, it's Alabama, and they're in the dance. And and it's scary when Alabama's in the dance because we know what Alabama can do. And... uh, this is going to be the third time in a row that these guys have played each other. It's turning into, it's really an emerging rivalry of two heavyweight programs with unbelievable coaches and programs that they've built. These are the two premier programs in the country and what better place to do it down in, down at the sugar bowl. Absolutely. Again, Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you're all good, man. I'm, 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 I'm fired up for this one. Yeah, this is going to be a good one. I'm looking forward to this one a little bit more than the first one. But you faced this Bama team last year. You know what they're like. What's going to be the key for that Clemson offense to move the ball against this Alabama defense? And you've said it best yourself. Guys on the front seven, you look at their right end, he's a first-round pick. Their left end's a first-round pick. Their middle linebackers are first-round picks. There's talent everywhere. How does Clemson move the ball on a defense like this? It's uh, <laughs> you know, that's, it's not what, that's what made Alabama so great, and their ability to capitalize on other teams' mistakes is what has made them so unique and so successful over you know ten years. You know their ability. I mean, every time you turn on a game with them, it seems like they just got an interception or they picked up a fumble and they went and scored with it. You know, it's almost like their defense is playing offense, so to speak. Kind of has that feel and. You know, but Bama's banged up, but they're still Alabama, and they have about a month. They've had about a month to prepare for Clemson, and you know, they're everybody pattern matches, but they draw up everything you've done 
out of every formation. And they know that, you know, if one receiver goes A, the other two have to do B and C. And they do it better than anybody in the country because of, you know, Saban and his defense and the way that they pattern match. And and it's an NFL system. So if you run the same concept twice, then out of the same formation, you can count on it being covered because those guys are so dialed into what you're doing that they're going to run to the spots. So you got to get in different formations. You have to get it to run the, you know, different formations to run the same play or make the same play out of the same formation and run something totally different off of it. That's when you call your double moves and all your special stuff. So it's a chess match that's going to happen. And it's going to come back to that quarterback, making good decisions, getting the ball out of his hand, staying on schedule, not getting pushed into those third and longs to where Alabama can dial up all their crazy looks and, and really get after the quarterback um, and try to force those mistakes. So again, yeah, that's that's the chess match, and you know, and likewise, Clemson's defense just as good. Right, right. And, and the big thing is going to be forcing, you know, from the flip side, it's forcing their Alabama's quarterback into a passer. That team, again, they're they're very similar to Georgia as far you know, hell, Georgia's head coach came from the Saban tree. So you look, those formulas are very similar. Ball control, rely on your defense, run the ball, run play action, get the other team to make the mistake and capitalize. And before you know it, the game's over and. You know, you don't, you don't have any time to come back on them. And, you know, Clemson's got a great defense, too, to where they can force uh, Jalen Hurst to come into a passer. And if he has to draw back and throw time and time again, I think that plays in the Clemson's hands. So that's why these, these matchups are so close. You look at the line, it's minus two between Georgia and Oklahoma and minus two and a half between Bama and Clemson. Now you're These talking. So evenly matched, and they can go either way. You know, I'm not putting any money on it because I'm because I have no idea. But I'm because it, it's really a coin flip. I think both of these are pickums because, man, I don't know. Well, you better decide fast, Austin, because I know you're up against it. So we're going to get right into it. Our bowl bonanza picks. We've been making picks against the spread all throughout bowl season. Mm-hmm. We don't have the total tally because we don't want either one of us to get an upper hand because if. If Austin was leading me, he could just pick my picks and and we would call it even. So we're going to add it up at the end, but we are keeping track. Austin, ready to go? We're going to a little rapid fire on these because I know you're up against it. All right, let's do this. All right, we're going to start with the military bull. Navy, a point and a half favorite against Virginia. Austin, start it off. Where are we at? What date are we looking at? I'm trying to pull it up on my computer right as we speak. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm actually one day off, so that's on me. We're going to start actually – Wednesday, December 27th, the Independence Bowl. I got ahead of myself. I'm just so excited to get to the playoff games. Let's start with the Independence Bowl. Florida State, a 17-point favorite over Southern Mississippi, the home of Brett Favre. Austin, who do you like? I got to pick my nemesis, Florida State Seminoles. They're going to wax the floor with Southern Miss. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I I don't know about this matchup. I'm going to go with Florida State, though. Let's move to the Texas Bowl. Missouri, they're a three-point favorite over the Hook'em Horns, Coach Herman and the Longhorns. Austin, who do you got? I'm going to keep it SEC. Missouri had a great year, and their offense you know, has, has really been the difference for them. I think that they're, uh, they're going to score. You know, they're, only, they're minus three, and I think they're going to score more than that. I'm going to go with Texas. I'll go with the Big 12 team. Watched them earlier in the year. Very impressive. A great, true freshman quarterback. He's been rolling. Three-point dog. I'll take the points. I'll go with the Hook'em Horns. Let's go to Yankee Stadium. The Pinstripe Bowl. 
Boston College versus Iowa. Iowa, a three-point favorite. I'll start this one off. Boston College really impressed me this year with their ground game. They're very sound. However, I think Iowa has the better defense, so I'll go with Iowa minus three. Yeah, it's a Boston team playing in in, in Yankee Stadium. That's just that's just bad vibes from the beginning. <laughs> Advanced we'll scouting. Put the Hawkeyes minus three. All right, the Foster Farms Bowl. Where do they think of these names? Your Purdue Boilermakers. They're taking on Arizona. Arizona, the Wildcats, a three point favorite minus three. Austin, who do you like here? Boiler up. Okay, I I, I saw that one coming. <laughs> I'm going to go against you, though. I'm going to go with the Cats minus three. They're a very good offensive team. I think it's a big challenge for Purdue. Let's move to the next day, Thursday, December 28th. The one I talked about earlier when I got ahead of myself, the Military Bowl, Virginia taking on Navy. Navy, a point and a half. Favorite, Austin, who do you like? Oh, man. Let's give me Navy. That 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 triple option, that ground, that, that game, we watched the uh, – the game between them and Army, and it was just unbelievable. And I fell in love with that Navy team. Their quarterback is an exceptional player, and I think you know they got they got to protect their house in the military bowl. Navy minus one and a half. I'll take Navy as well, and I think you said it best. The triple option. It's going to be a long day for Bronco Mendenhall and the troops. Let's move on to the Camping World Bowl. Vatech taking on Oklahoma State. The Pokies a four point favorite. I'll start this one off. Look, Mason Rudolph in that offense. They're prolific. I think they score a bunch of points, and I don't think Virginia Tech can answer. I'll swallow the four and roll with Oak State. I'll do the same thing. That offense is unbelievable. Uh, Rudolph's going to talk one exclamation point on his great career there. Uh, I think it's they need way more than four points for Virginia Tech to, to find a way to win this one. Yeah, he just led a sleigh full of presence across the, the world. I think he can lead Oklahoma State to a five-point win. Let's go to the Alamo Bowl. TCU, they're a three-point favorite over Stanford. Austin, the Frogs or the Cardinal? Give me the Cardinal. That run game is going to wear down the Big 12 defense. I think that uh, even though it's in Texas, I think the California team rolls in and takes care of business against the Frogs. Yeah, I'm there with you. I'll take the points where I can get them. I think if they can stop Kenny Trill Hill, they'll be at a good spot. Happy holidays. It's the Holiday Bowl. December 28th, the nightcap, Michigan State, a one-point favorite over the madman, Mike Leach, and his Cougars, Austin. You going with the madman, or are you going with Coach D'Antonio and the Spartans? This one's really interesting to me. I'm kind of cut between them. I know the uh, the quarterback at, at Washington State, gotten a chance to know him over the years and train with him, and I, I, I know what he can do on offense, but that Big Ten power, Michigan State, with every with with Coach D'Antonio and and everything they've got rolling up there, an unbelievable defensive program. It's interesting that they're only given one point away. Who? Let me take uh, let me take Washington State here because I know you're going to take Sparty. I figured you were going to say that. I do love what Coach D'Antonio does up there. I think they're heading in the right direction after a bad season last year. However, I don't think they can score enough points to keep up with Washington State. I think Ohio State proved that. So, unfortunately, I'm going to agree with you. I will go with Washington State. Wow. Picking against your team. Okay. Hey, Vegas has no team, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Friday, December the 29th, the Belk Bowl. Yeah. Texas A&M taking on Wake Forest. Wake Forest, a three-point favorite. Start us off, Austin. <laughs> Texas A&M. 
watch them play live against my Gators. They've got all sorts of talent on that offense. Their defense is, is feisty. I know they've got some some stuff going on, obviously, with their coaching change, but I still think they have more athletes on the field than Wake Forest. I think even though they're giving away three points, they're, uh, they'll be okay and they'll get the win. Yeah, I agree with you. Like you said, Wake Forest has had a heck of a season, but the athletes of A&M, just too much. Let's go to the desert, the Sun Bowl, NC State. They're a six-and-a-half-point favorite against the Sun Devils, Arizona State. Herm Edwards' troops, their first action with their head coach. Don't know if he'll be coaching the game, though. Austin, NC State minus six and a half. Them or the Sun Devils? Uh, I don't really know much about both these teams. I saw NC State play a couple times this year. Uh, I like what I saw out of them. They've got good talent on that offense. They've got a good defense. They've been playing teams tough in the ACC. I'll take them minus six and a half in the Sun Bowl. I'm going to disagree with you here. I'm going to go with Arizona State. I think their offense is very good, and they can score enough points to hang around. All right. Haven't seen enough of them. The Music City Bowl, Kentucky, Northwestern. Northwestern, a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm going to go with the Cats. Their run game has been very good this year. I just realized I just realized they're both Cats. I'm going to go with the basketball school in Kentucky. I think they can cover the seven-and-a-half. Austin, which Cat are you going with? I like UK as well. I'm, I'm picking the SEC again over the Big Ten. Uh, Kentucky's had a great year. That program's on the up-and-coming. I think they've got more athletes on both sides of the ball. They're playing in warm weather down in down in Tennessee, and you know they uh this this has been a long time coming for them to get back to a big bowl game and and continue to grow their program, and I think they're going to continue to roll with that momentum. All right, let's move on to the Arizona Bowl. Two teams we're not very familiar with. I can promise you that Utah State, a four point favorite over New Mexico State. Austin, why don't you start this one? <laughs> this is one that I don't know much about. Um. I'm just going to flip a coin. Let's go. Uh, I'll, I'll take the points, and I'll go New Mexico State. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Whenever it's two teams I don't know too much about, I'm always going to be in favor of taking the points rather than giving them, even though we are in the season of giving. Let's go to the Cotton Bowl. Big one up in our area, Ohio. Ohio State, they're a seven-and-a-half-point favorite over the USC Trojans. This is a tough one. Who do you like, Austin? I think Ohio State wins the game. Uh they have to come out and play angry for not getting in the dance. I think they've got too much talent on defense. I think it's going to be a. I think they're going to have a ferocious pass rush getting after Darnold. And yeah. I just think uh, they've got too much talent on the outside, and they're going to make the plays that they have to make. Ohio State. Yeah, I think Ohio State gets it done too. I think it's a, a ten point game or more. Uh, we want to wish JT Barrett best of luck. Thank you for coming on the podcast a couple weeks ago. Absolutely. Again, that podcast is up everywhere. You can listen to that. Great interview with JT. Let's go to Saturday, December the 30th, the Tax Slayer Bowl. Mississippi State and Louisville. Louisville a seven-point favorite. Does Lamar Jackson get it done, Austin? He absolutely does. Keep in mind, Mississippi State is missing their head coach because he is sitting at his desk right now in Gainesville getting ready to uh, rebuild a program down there. And because of that, Mississippi State's losing their leadership. Lamar Jackson's going to drop the mic in the Tax Slayer Bowl and put on a show. You mentioned losing leadership. Nick Fitzgerald also hurt. I think that plays a big factor. I'll go with Lamar and the Cardinals. The Liberty Bowl, Iowa State. Kyle Kempt, another friend of the program. That podcast is up everywhere as well if you want to listen to that interview as you get ready for the Liberty Bowl. 
They'll take on Memphis. Memphis, a three-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm going to go with the Cyclones. I think that they've proven they can play with high-flying offenses. I think that's what Memphis is. I'll take the points and go with the Cyclones. Austin. Well, uh, I'll take the opposite. Memphis has had uh, an unbelievable year. Offensively, they are prolific. It's going to be a shootout, and uh, Memphis is going to win it. Let's head to the Fiesta Bowl. Very festive. Washington and Penn State. Penn State, a three-point favorite. Austin, who do you like? This is a really interesting game. I think this is going to be one of the great games that we see this bowl season. I think Penn State will find a way to win it. Saquon Barkley is going to have just just an outrageous performance. Expecting a lot from him, and uh, this is going to be a really, really fun one to watch. Penn State minus three. I think Penn State's defense is very good. I think Saquon Barkley would get look great in orange and brown next year. I will also go with Penn State. To the Orange Bowl we go, Wisconsin, a six-point favorite over the U. I'm going to take the Badgers. I think Miami lacks great offensive threats. Their quarterback is a young guy. I don't know if he can get it done against a defense like Wisconsin. I'll swallow the six, and I will take Bucky Badger. Austin, who do you like in this one? This is a game of <laughs> – this 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 one's interesting. Here's why, man. If you took all of Wisconsin players and all of Miami's players and re-recruited them all right now and made a team, I don't think a single guy from Wisconsin would start <laughs> at Miami based on you know the, the talent that they have. But Wisconsin's team is extraordinary. They play so well together. Their team defense and just their coaching is, is awesome. With that said. I think that Wisconsin is going to need to have not going to have enough athletes to be able to keep up with Miami. Miami has had a month off, they're rested, they're recentered after a couple of embarrassing weeks late, and I think they uh, get back right on track. That tr- they, uh, the the uh, turnover chain is going to be rocking. It's a home game for them at the Orange Bowl. Now, if this draft included a mansion, Wisconsin would win, as our friend T Payne once said. Let's go to New Year's Day, the Outback Bowl. Bowl you're familiar with, Austin. South Carolina versus Michigan, the Harbaugh's, the Khakis. They're a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. Why don't you start this one off? Oh, you got much champs defense against Harbaugh's defense. Basically, it's going to be which defense is going is to score the most points because I don't think this is going to be a high-scoring game at all. They've had offensive struggles at both schools. I think Michigan is going to make the plays that they need to make in order to cover and beat South Carolina. See, I like that you mentioned both defenses because that has a lot to do with my pick. In a low-scoring defensive struggle, I usually take the points when I can get them. I'll go with USC, not Southern Cal, South Carolina against Michigan. The Peach Bowl, everybody's darling UCF. They're taking on Auburn. Auburn, a 10-point favorite. Are you going SEC again, Austin? Yeah, UCF's going to have to make me a believer. I, 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 I don't think that they belong on the same field as Auburn. And I hope I'm wrong for the sake of just the entertainment of the game. But uh, with everything that's going on at UCF, they're riding high. But, uh, man, Auburn is they're, – they're, they're one quarter away from, from playing for a national championship. Yeah, you're absolutely right there. I hope UCF does keep it close. I think this is going to be a game where Auburn's up about a touchdown and then they put it away late. So I'm going to go ahead. I'll give the 10 and roll with the Tigers. Coach O, 
and LSU taking on Notre Dame in the Citrus Bowl. LSU a three-point favorite. Austin, who do you like in this matchup? I'm going SEC again. LSU is healthy. Notre Dame's going to rely on their, their, their run game. LSU stout up front. I think they make the plays that they need to make in the back the back end with Darius Geis and their run game. Danny Etling working in the play-action pass game, getting the ball to those receivers that they have. I think it's going to be a, I think it's going to be a, a closer game than people think. But uh, LSU is going to find a way to win it late in a fourth quarter game. LSU minus three. In close games, I tend to favor the team whose coach eats the most gumbo. In that case, I'm going with Coach O and the Tigers. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, I'm a big Coach you O. You love man. Coach O. You love Coach O. He's your favorite. He's he's college football's treasure. Let's that, head out. That's your that is your dream guest on the show. It oh, really it, is. It's gonna happen. I, I'm holding out hope. We have gumbo. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Let's go out west before I keep talking about gumbo. Georgia, they're a two point favorite in the semifinal game against Oklahoma. Austin, you start the semis off. Who do you like? This is the one. These two, I'm so torn on, and. I'm so excited for a close game. We just talked about it recently. It's either going to be a shootout, a high scorer, and Oklahoma's going to win, or it's going to be an ugly, low-scoring, come down to a two-minute drill at the end of the game, or a four-minute drill at by the end of the game where you're going to have to rely on run game. Man, let me give me Oklahoma. I want Oklahoma. I think they're going to find a way to score, turn it into a shootout, and I don't think Georgia will be able to keep up if they have to pass. You don't see a quarterback in the SEC like Baker Mayfield. I don't have to give up any points if I take them. I'm going to go with Oklahoma, too. Let's go to the Sugar Bowl. It's between Bama and Clemson. Bama, a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Austin, who do you like? Roll Tide. Saban, the... They're, they're angry. They didn't get a chance to play for an SEC championship, but they're in the dance. That's really all they care about. They've had an extra week to get healthy, an extra week to prepare, all hands on deck to go get their revenge on the Clemson Tigers. Bama's going to mean business, and they're going to get the win in the Sugar Bowl. This is a tough one. I think this is tougher than the first one for me. However, I think Clemson, the thing people forget, that front seven is electric. I think they make Alabama have to pass the ball. I don't think Jalen Hurts can keep up with them. I'll go with the Tigers. Now, we'll have to wait. That'll be the, the cap on this Bull Bonanza pick. It'll be the national championship game wherever it might be, whoever it may be against. So we're not done yet. We still have one more Bull game to pick. Austin, thanks for squeezing some time in to get an episode in. I uh, want to apologize again for not being on YouTube. We'll get it up there eventually. But enjoy your flight and stay safe, my friend. Have a happy New Year. Absolutely. Happy New Year, man. Looking forward to a lot of football. Absolutely. That does it for this edition of the On Cue podcast. We'll catch you again next year. That's next week in 2018. So long, everybody. Tune in to every episode of the On Cue podcast and follow the podcast on social media, on Twitter at On Cue Pod and Facebook, the On Cue podcast, college football and beyond. Make sure to follow your hosts on Twitter at AAppleB12 and at BThomas62. We'll see you next time.